This is How Should I Know. I'm Linz, and I'll be your host. This is a place where messy learning, major vulnerability, and sass are the norm. Welcome. Hello, hello. I am glad you're here. Um, Today, I am solo. I'm on my own. It's actually kind of exciting. I have a little announcement to make. I have decided to release an episode twice a month. So I know I said once a month because I felt very overwhelmed, but I feel excited now. A little overwhelmed still, but mostly excited. So I will be releasing an episode on the first of every month and on the 15th. So I will be alternating between solo episodes and interview episodes, which is very exciting to me. The main reason I'm doing this is I just feel like there's so many things to talk about and not like I'm an expert in anything or really know anything, cue the podcast name, (laughs) but I am just excited to have conversations with different people about topics that impact all of us and to you know be real about where I'm at on my solo episodes. I'm also planning to do some episodes with Jordan on my solo solo days um because you know we're one so he doesn't count as an interview (laughs) but yeah so lots of good stuff coming up and maybe you're not as excited but I'm stoked so that's good. (laughs) That's my little announcement. But today, I wanted to talk about what God has been doing in the last six months in my life. So first off, I'm a Christian. I follow Jesus. And, you know, that really matters quite a lot to me. And a big part of my vulnerability is talking about my faith in a real way. So I wanted to kind of kick off my solo episodes today talking about kind of what I've been learning, doubt. That's kind of the main thing I want to talk about and my current struggles kind of what i'm currently working through and while like not every episode will be explicitly only about faith i think it's important to start off that way so to understand kind of the struggles i'm having and the doubt i'm going through right now i think it's important to kind of understand my past faith and kind of what i've kind of gone through faith wise but no one has time for really long (laughs) conversation or explanation of that so I think I'll just chalk it down to I've always known the right way to behave as a Christian and what I mean by that is very young I kind of caught on to what was expected of me even if it wasn't said and how I could be gaining the approval of those around me And because I was in a very Christian world, I quickly found ways to use Christianity to do that. So, you know, I think it was a combination of a couple things, but I think my people-pleasing personality had something to do with it. And also just not really understanding understanding the quote-unquote rules of following Christ, but not understanding why the rules So I think it was a combination of those two things that led me to use my faith in a way that was performance-based for those around me so that I could get affirmation and approval and acceptance. And so 
behaving in the right ways as a kid and I don't know doing the Christian kid things and as a teenager being a really superstar Christian that didn't do any of the things the other teenagers were doing and all that stuff and where there were rules I just like found a way to really hold hard and fast to those rules so that was kind of I mean, honestly, that's been a lot of my Christian journey. And I'm not going to, like, make a comment on whether or not I think Christ was working in my heart. But I do know, like, a lot of my faith and my understanding of faith has been behavior-based and performance-based for others and for God. So that's kind of my past experience with faith. All that stuff. But come to this past November and things just got really shaken up for me. And what I mean by that is I started to fail in a lot of ways that I hadn't failed before. And basically, I started to see a lot of issues of my own kind of come to the surface. And I'm not really going to share what they are because I think that distracts and that isn't the purpose of this. But just things that I couldn't really run away from anymore and couldn't really cover up. You know, if I had seen my own issues in the past, I would find a way to like read my bible more pray more listen to more worship music and then i would like feel good about myself and what i had done and how i had quote unquote pleased god and i'd be like okay now i'm i'm all good and i can move on but this past november i started to see the actual real brokenness of my own heart and that sounds dramatic but truly like to look in and see like oh there's not a lot of good in there and when I say that I'm truly not looking for anybody to affirm me I honestly just mean like when it came to it and when I was all alone and there were no distractions and you know it was quiet I could see the reality of who I am and the reality of who I am is really ugly it's just very broken and that's not something I've ever truly understood about myself. I think I've always found ways to distract myself or to make up for the brokenness I saw and then I would feel good about myself and I would move on and carry on but this November I saw things that I couldn't just get rid of. I couldn't run away from and I couldn't convince myself that I you know deep inside that I was the the good rule follower perfect daughter wife sister friend anymore so that was this november and you know i quickly found that the way that i was doing faith which looking back now is performative religion a lot of the time and once again i'm not going to make like a comment on whether or not christ saved me when i was a kid or you know i believe that the christian walk It's just that. It's a walk. And so I think God has a lot of grace for the different seasons and kind of ridiculousness that we go through. That being said, like a lot of my life, I used religion, like behavior, actions, tradition, practice, and kind of doing those on display. That was what my faith kind of was mostly made up of. And in November, I realized that performative religion didn't solve any of the issues I saw in my life. It didn't work it didn't make me feel better. You know, performing for God, performing for people didn't work, but performing for God, like the issues were still there. And so it's led to a long, intense time of doubt that I would actually say I'm still in. 
but I think it was, it came on very strong and very intensely. And so in the beginning of kind of the season of doubt, I would say kind of end of November, beginning of December, I was having a lot of just like the basic questions that people would say, like, is God real? Is Jesus who he said he is? Am I believing the right things? You know, do I have this right? Do I have this wrong? Just kind of all the classic doubting things. And so it actually really freaked me out because I've had valleys before and I've had doubting times, but never in a way where I feel like I actually took it seriously. I think before I would just find ways to, yeah, kind of cover it up and move on and like find comfort in my religion. You know, if I if I felt a little bit of doubt, I would find that security blanket of religion and I would cozy up in it and you know, then then I would be able to distract myself from the doubt or move on. Um, and I know I'm talking about my past faith very disparagingly, and I know there were genuine moments and it wasn't all that, but looking back, I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty, and I can just see honestly that a lot of my comfort came from behavior and performing and all that stuff. So in December, it was it was scary because it was the first time that I think I was actually willing to kind of step out and say like, okay, like I'm, I'm going to take these thoughts seriously and I'm not going to just kind of slide past them or turn my worship music louder to, to avoid it and kind of close my ears and my eyes. So this led to a very deep dive for me and kind of looking at why was I having doubt. And so I do want to say that I don't believe examining our faith is a sin. I think some people will hear this and think, oh, well, you you kind of stopped acting in faith, so that's why you had all these issues. And what I say to that is, yes, Jesus wants us to trust him and to walk in faith. I don't believe, though, that he's interested in people who are walking in quote-unquote faith just because they are too scared to actually examine their faith and I don't think faith is faith if it's just you were told something and so you just accept it and then if any questions come up you're too scared to look at them so you just close your eyes and carry on. I believe we are called to test our faith and to really look at our faith and he can handle this. He can handle our questions. He can handle our confusion and our chaos. He can handle it. It's not too much for him. And at the same time, like, yes, he wants us to trust him. So I think there is a tension there. But I do not believe the answer to doubts is to bury your head in the sand because it's scary. And that's what I've done a lot of my life. So December, kind of the first time getting out of my Christian comfort zone, and examining, do I have faith? And a big question for me was, do I love Jesus? Like, do I actually have love for Jesus? A lot of my life, and I don't know, you've probably heard people talk about their love for Christ. And honestly, I've always been jealous of that. I've always been jealous of like, you know, you see those people and they look like they just have like complete abandon for Christ and their hearts are fully his and they just, they just love him. And this has always been something that I've always wondered, like, why why am I, I not feeling that? Why am I not having that? And, like, I think I will have always said that I love God and I love Jesus, but I think you know what I mean. Like, there's this this deeper sense of, like, just pure love and adoration for Christ. 
that some people have. And so in December, I started having these doubts and a big question for me was like, okay, I have these doubts, but also do I love Jesus? Do I have a true adoration for him? And I honestly think the answer is no. And I think the answer is that, you know, it's twofold. It's no and instead I have loved myself. I've propped myself up on this religious pedestal and I have loved myself, my own ability to please God, to please others, to not paint outside the lines, to do the Christian things, to have the right theology, to read my Bible more than the person next to me, to know all the songs, to, you know, even lead worship sometimes, to this, to that, to just whatever religious perfection you can think of, like, that is what I loved. And it honestly is like, was such a convicting thing for me to come to and to understand. And I think a big part of it was like, I loved those things, which means I love myself and my ability to do those things for God. And so this was a really kind of convicting and once again, scary time because my foundation I realized was in myself, like my my foundation of quote unquote faith was in myself. And I think that's why having these doubts rocked me like so much in December because I I literally I didn't know what to do with it you guys like I I didn't know what to do with a doubt because my religion wasn't working anymore like my perfect theology it wasn't bringing me peace in my soul you know I I do believe theology and doctrine are really important but I think I at least I mean I think we do tend to do this in the church but I think I idolized my having good theology but when it came down to it that couldn't erase any of my problems I was having or any of the brokenness I saw in myself like I could have I could believe in the perfectly right things but I still had this issue of brokenness and lack and really just a really really ugly heart if you dug deep enough you would see this really ugly heart so that was my big revelation in December and it was very intense (laughs) Um, if I can say so I think kind of that whole December was a really intense month but near the end of it I was just like so exhausted I was so tired I was so confused and I was feeling really frustrated you know I was like I have done all the right things I've believed all the right things and why am I having this problem Like, why can't I have faith like this person over here? Or, you know, and I think it was through a lot of prayer and kind of reading my Bible in a different way, like not reading it for brownie points, but actually reading it to understand it. And through conversations with my husband and just other people, yeah, I've realized in December that my faith has been in myself and, you know, in in an image of God that like I constructed myself. And so kind of the God that I constructed and idolized was like, well, one, myself, that I could work hard enough and be good enough to earn God's forgiveness. And two, that God wanted me to earn his forgiveness, that that was his character, that he wasn't happy with me unless I was acting in a certain way, and then he could give me his forgiveness. So that is kind of what I came to understanding and just like seeing this demanding God of just wanting me to pay penance 
for all of these things. And, you know, that's an exhausting way to live. And when you're doing really great religiously, then you are so incredibly prideful and judgmental. Like the judgment and the pride that I had in my heart, like it's it's disgusting. And then the moments that you don't, whatever, you're not good enough by your own standard, then you are just like so self-loathing, like so incredibly self-loathing and hateful towards yourself. And this is not the God of the Bible. This is a God that I had constructed. And I think like this is kind of a tangent that I don't really want to open up a can of worms, but I will say this. I think in what I see in our world, and this isn't like me being an expert at anything or having this incredible wisdom. I do believe though that you can have any kind of theological leaning and have a God that you idolize that is fake. And I think we have a couple of those gods floating around in our world right now. I think we have a God that is demanding us to pay penance for our sin. I also think though that we have a God that does not care about holiness and bearing fruit, if I can say. I'm not going to get into any more of that because those are conversations I don't necessarily want to dive into and feel prepared to. But I do want to say, like, I think it was, it's been an incredible thing for me to examine the God that I was worshiping in December. And I would challenge you to do the same, even if your God looks very different than, you know, the God I constructed and idolized, it can still maybe be an idol and maybe it's not the God of the Bible still. So I'll say that. That's what I'll leave it at. But basically, I think, yeah, I've been convicted that I didn't know the gospel. I was believing in a different gospel, the gospel of Lindsay, and I didn't love Jesus. I loved myself. And I think I didn't love Jesus because I didn't truly understand what he's actually done for me. If I'm over here thinking that I can be good enough for him, and if I just do the right things, then he'll love me, then where's the beauty in the gospel? There is none. There is no beauty in the gospel because he hasn't done anything for us. We don't need him. And so while this has been an incredibly hard season of doubt and of just like every day, I'm just like bombarded with my own ugly heart and my own brokenness. And it's it's exhausting, you guys. Like I'm so sick of myself (laughs) right now. And maybe it was hard to believe because I started a podcast and an Instagram page. (laughs) (laughs) but it's true. You'll have to take my word at it. Um, but you know, I, I, I'm actually grateful for that. I'm grateful for the fact that I'm just seeing myself, I think for the first time, honestly, and it is honestly making me run, run to the gospel. So what I would say is how I'm dealing with these doubts now. Um, I still have them and you know, I'm, I'm going to start looking into like different resources, but I think the main way that I want to deal with them is I realize that the reason these doubts were so shaking for my faith is because my foundation was in myself. My foundation wasn't in Christ. It wasn't in this steady rock. It wasn't in this person of Christ. It was in myself. Sometimes my, you know, sometimes my faith has been based on my feelings in my behavior. 
But I honestly think the reason that these doubts have like shaken me to the core so much is because my foundation of faith has not been in something or someone that is unchanging. And so the way that I'm kind of approaching these doubts now is I'm not ignoring them. I'm not burying my head in the sand and I'm, I'm going to God. I'm going to the Bible and I'm going to Christ. And I, I want to have a posture of humility and need and I want to learn from him. And I, you know, I'm actually really excited because the way I'm approaching my faith now is to learn from Jesus and to learn about Jesus. Like who is, who is this God? Like, who is this God truly? Not who do I think he is. Not what does the new hot culture trend tell me that he is. Not does the religious people of the day, the Pharisees of the day, tell me that he is. But who who does he say he is? And um, it's still a hard season of faith. It's still been a couple months since December that I'm still wrestling through this stuff. And I'm still struggling. But... It feels very freeing because I know that I don't have to have the answers and I can truly come to him and just lean on him and trust him. And I think that is what faith looks like. It's not closing your eyes to things or realities, but I think it is confronting stuff and choosing to walk in faith while still looking at this stuff, you know? So yeah, I'm, I'm just like, it's such a profound thing for my faith, you guys. And it, it sounds really basic to any Christian, I'm sure, but to me it's like very life-changing and has, is already starting to change my faith quite a lot. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm just learning from Christ and I'm, I'm praying and I can truly say with not trying to pump my own tires or look a certain way, but I truly love Jesus. Like I'm starting to slowly understand what he has actually done for me. And I would just encourage you, like, take a look at these things in your own faith, if you have faith, and just know that the gospel is for you, and you do not have to earn God's forgiveness. It is freely offered to you because of Christ, and because he died. And not only that, he rose again, and I believe that. I believe that Jesus is alive, And I'm so thankful that he is alive because when I look at the brokenness of my own sin, I'm so thankful that he has made a way to deal with that. And, you know, I'm just, I'm excited to be in a relationship with him and to love him and to get to know him and for him to get to know me. You know, kind of one of the last things I'll say is when I was going through this, I was reading through Matthew. I think it's in Matthew. I can't remember. I really should have this reference prepared. But this whole picture of the religious people being religious, living life, doing their thing, and then when they die and they, they're in front of God, he says to them, depart from me, workers of evil. I never knew you. And I read that in December, and I, not only was I like, I don't even think I know what loving Jesus means. I don't even think I know Jesus. Like, I don't even think I talk to him. I could not say confidently that he knows me and that I know him. And so that's another thing that has really kind of pushed me forward to, you know, just approach him and and really take my faith seriously. So that's what I'm learning. It's been really intense. I hope that made sense. And I am still struggling, 
I'm still getting it wrong a lot of the time and I do also want to say that I do believe it's important that as Christians we're bearing fruit and usually that means action and so I'm not saying if you follow Christ that you don't need to have any fruit in your life. I think my issue though was that I was just creating behavior and depending on it to feel good about myself but I think yeah if you actually know Christ and you have his spirit he will be producing that fruit and I'm just so thankful for God that does not demand for me but that has grace for me and just walks with me like I don't have to have this all figured out like he literally walks with me through all of these things and when I mess up and maybe I do the wrong thing or I say the wrong thing or I believe the wrong thing or I start going down a really weird road like he's he's gonna hold my hand and lead me through it you know and lead me to what what is right and what brings life and so that's my talking that's (laughs) that's what I've been learning and I thank you guys for listening to my kind of rambling but you know that's that's where I'm at I'm not faking any of this this is truly where I'm at in my faith and there's some really good encouraging days where I'm just like stoked and then there are some days where I don't even crack open my bible and I just watch too much blacklist and then there are days where I feel like oh my goodness I just doubted am I even a Christian so you know I do not have it all together but hopefully that encourages you in your faith and in your relationship with Christ and maybe I don't know maybe bring some thoughts to mind about what you're going through and um yeah I hope that this was something beneficial not every solo episode is going to be so explicitly about my faith but as you can see it's a big part of who I am so it will definitely there will definitely be a little a little taste of it probably in every episode but yeah thank you for listening and keep it real keep it vulnerable